All right. Sunday night, seven o'clock time for another edition of the sports phone here on KZYX. This time we are coming to you live from the sports phone bar, Jerry in Oregon. And as it happens to be a holiday uh, edition of sorts of the sports phone, I have Jim directly to my left. Jim, it's always good to see you up here for a visit. How's everything going? It's going well. You know me. It's it's always good to be in Portland. And two times in a row, I came here and it snowed. Got yeah. a nice two inches on the ground, or maybe an inch on the ground today. It's all melted, but it was it was fun to walk around in fresh snow. And by the way, this official spot is called the Portland Sports Phone Bar. Sure, it's sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's always good. We got the we got the fire pit going earlier today. That's always fun. I have, we had that little fire pit. We got. I've used it. This is only the second time we've used it since we dug it. But it's uh, it's always it's always good to have that going. Um, but yeah, Jim is up here with me. Eddie is holding it down in the studio. Eddie, Eddie, thank you as always for uh, taking some time out of your Sunday evening so Jim and I can do this show. Uh, welcome everybody to the sports phone. So if you're new to the show, um, very simply put, this is an open forum sports talk show. Uh, Jim and I are big fans of sports. We are both uh, former players. We are one of us is being Jim is a former coach. I am a current high school basketball coach. Um, and uh, we have just been involved in sports our whole life, really enjoy it. And we like to spend this hour getting you involved and bringing you the opportunity to talk about what's going on in the world of sports. We're going to open up the phone lines. You can call and talk about whatever you would like to talk about, whether that be at the professional level, the college level, the high school level, the rec league level, issues, controversies, topics, whatever you would like to talk about, you can give us a call. The number to do that is 707-895-2448. Feel free to give us a call if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. Again, the number to call to do that is 707-895-2448. You can give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about that is going on in the world of sports. Jim, uh, anything you need to get off your chest or anything uh, along those lines before we kind of dive in here well we'll um we'll even take calls about sports and covid how about oh, that yeah. i mean that's a topic I, I almost feel like if we don't do that we haven't done our job we're, we're, yeah i mean that's a topic of its own I, I consider it a sports topic and we'll definitely touch on that we have some fun little i well, fun every time i think we're going to start talking about covid i say fun updates and that's just not the right word to when you're talking about covid related sports stuff but I just think of it because it's just there's a certain point, I think, with everything where it goes from like depressing to depressing, but also comical. <laughs> and, and I think that some of the stuff that I came across today, I again, I, I found it crossed that line of, oh, this is just depressing it back into the world of comical Jeez. because it's so absurd. Some of the stats you gave right. me today were just just, it's bizarre. just bizarre, yeah. yeah. So and we'll, we're not okay. we're Go not ahead. we're not gonna have a local interview today. Yeah. No guess phone lines are open. Phone lines are open now. We're because we're in Portland and it's in its break. We thought we'd give the uh, local coaches a little little chance to regroup. But seeing we're up here, um, heck, let's talk about let's talk about the Westland uh, Lions. <laughs> yeah, that's my high Westland school. Lions. That's that's where Jerry uh, is coaching. He's in his first year of coaching. He went from <clears throat> having a school to cut two people in. 17 years to uh had to, having to cut over 20 people mm -hmm. in one year just to pick uh from 80 kids to try it out for basketball and and they so it's such a different world in a city school it's not just portland obviously right. but it's right. but it's a city school world like i grew up and you know you hear vince talk when he calls in he 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 went through it um 
Uh, that was a great topic. What, what size school did some callers go to? I mean, what size school do you go to? Did you have to get cut? Did you have to make a team? Or did they just like Mendo take anyone that wanted to sign their name? And even if you didn't sign your name, Noah would come around and grab you and try to throw you onto the court just to get enough kids. Well, I, I guess what's the topic here? You, are we just talking? That's what, what, no topic. That's what I mean. Like, no, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just so, talking. I mean, we can talk about my high school. I think there's stuff to talk about, but. Um, let, let's have a COVID report. Okay. So I, I guess we'll start with that. So, yeah. So again, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, 707-895-2448. But yeah, I, I guess we'll start with COVID stuff. And I guess, I think that's why Jim brought up my high school. Um, because last week on the show, we talked a fair amount about how the NBA and the NFL are dealing with a lot of COVID issues right now in terms of games getting suspended, postponed players across both leagues are in COVID protocol, meaning they have to sit out and whether they have COVID or not, or they were just exposed to it. Um, the NBA currently there's over a hundred players that are in COVID protocol, not meaning they've all tested positive, but it means they've been exposed to it in somewhere and they had to sit. And, and, and one of the things that, Jim and I talked about last week was what does the professional level having these types of COVID issues, what's the trickle down into lower levels, right? So what's the trickle down into college? What's the trickle down into high school? Uh, on the college front, I do know there's been a few bowl games in the college football world that were either canceled outright or eight or teams have had to drop out and they've had to scramble to find replacements. So that has been going on in college football. Um, college basketball, I haven't heard a ton about games getting postponed or canceled or anything like that. But going again with this trickle-down thing, uh, and why I think Jim brought up my high school is uh, Westland, which is one of the best high school programs in Oregon. We're ranked number one in the state right now. Um, went to Hawaii to play in a tournament called the Iolani Classic. And they got two games into what, have been, what would have been a four-game tournament before multiple teams... Uh, tested positive, didn't, right? Well, not tested positive, but multiple teams had COVID exposure okay. and had to be removed from the tournament. And then uh, not too long after that, um, our high, Westland was in other high schools. Again, this isn't just Westland High School, but there were multiple high schools that were supposed to be in something called the Les Schwab Invitational, which is the biggest high school basketball tournament in Oregon every year. And I believe last look, three teams had to drop out because of COVID issues um, and they've scrambled to find replacements. They're still going to do the tournament, but this kind of goes back to what we talked about last week, where what's going to be the trickle down. And I talked about how weird it felt for if the NBA was going to be canceling or postponing games, how it feels a little bit weird that high school basketball is just played. And it's different because you have a, someone like a commissioner that can shut things down versus every high school basketball is going to be different with within each state, but it's like, we're here we go, right? We're starting to see this where teams are having to drop out of tournaments. Players are, you know, getting exposed, not just at the pro level. It's at the high school level. And there's a lot less resources at the high school level. It's not like players getting tested every day or anything like that, but we're starting to get there where games are getting canceled. Games are getting postponed and players are getting put into protocol. So, you know, part of it's probably just because it's winter, Jim, but you know, here we go again. Right. Well, here winter, we go again. It's it's winter. Let's look at all this. It's it's winter. It's indoor sport. It's breathing hard. Remember, we, we used to think uh, you know, 
churches and singers, they would get together at the beginning of COVID before we shut that down. And we found that in a small space, when people were talking loud and singing and breathing hard, it spread faster. And that's what happens in a gymnasium uh, between the people, between the players. But um, so now we we're up here in Portland and we hear this, this major Portland tournaments getting, um, teams having to drop out because of COVID. So I was wondering, you know, the biggest tournament on the Mendocino coast, I'd say between San Francisco and, and the Oregon border is the Vern Piver holiday classic in Fort Bragg on the coast. And uh, they have teams from, you know, Arcata come down. They have teams from, um, from San Francisco come up, they have Santa Rosa schools, <clears throat> they have some local schools. So, you know, what, what's, what that's supposed to start tomorrow or uh, Tuesday. So I'm wondering if they're having trouble fielding teams or is it the old, if you don't test, you don't know who's positive. <laughs> I don't know what people are doing. It, what's it, our high school, our, actually high school sports is the wrong word. Jim, I'll just ask you this outright. Just ask the, I think, the obvious question here. Again, 707-895-2448. If you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports, give us a call. 707-895-2448. Whatever you would like to talk about. Again, it doesn't have to be COVID-related. It's just going to be, as long as it's sports-related, give us a call. Jim, I'll just ask you the question. You like to talk all the time. You work in a yep. public health clinic and this and that. Are winter sports practical right now? Are winter high school sports practical? Should we just Should, we just, should they just not be going on right now? Wasn't prepared to answer that question. Um, this is cut to the chase, right? I mean, that's the question, I think, ultimately. Um, I'm going to go with, well, no, I'm, I'm up. I, I think the, the faster. I will allow you to hedge your answer. <laughs> you just, it doesn't have to be a yes or no. Go the, ahead. The faster we get, a, get rid of COVID, the sooner it's going to be in full force. Um, from a public health standpoint, everything that I know, and I try to stay up on it, we are winding down in, in a way. I mean, there was this, you know, the fear of the highly contagious Omicron variant, um, is just that, but it seems that the strength of the virus itself, the COVID based virus is winding down. I've heard all the experts I've heard through Colfax talk about it. It's, it's winding down in the strength of it. So um, I think another six months, another year, we're, I I guess I'm going to hedge the answer in that you can't go back and try it the other way. I don't know if we stopped all high school sports, if that, I'm not talking about all high school sports, talking about winter. That's what I I, I don't know if, if we, if if we, if we do that, if it's going to change the, um, the bigger picture outcome, um, no, the outcome of what? Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. So Jim, uh, Jim, Jim got a little distracted there. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think that it's you. You can't stop it at this point. I, I would say that that is the case. Um, but. I wasn't really asking it from the perspective of like, will it stop? I I was asking, is it like, should it be going on right now? And one, one thing I think you brought up that's kind of interesting, Jim, is this idea of resources where 
like the NBA is the reason there's so many players in health and safety protocol in the NBA and the NFL uh, were were because of the fact that they have so many resources to test and, and things along those lines. But, you know, high school basketball doesn't have those same resources. So so it's, it's just a little bit more tricky at that level um, to practically like test and monitor it but that doesn't yeah, mean yeah, it's yeah. yeah like i i guess if if you told me if someone with a crystal ball told me oh yeah covid's running as rampant covid exposure is running as rampant in local high school sports as it is in the nba but we just don't know because we don't we can't test for it at the same resource level i wouldn't be surprised it, it wouldn't surprise me um but i i still kind of go with that that question of is it I'm not asking if it's going to stop or not. I'm just thinking about it along the lines of is it practical that it is going on right now? Um it's 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 a challenge for sure. Well, um I was I was told we had a uh, a problem with the phones. Uh I got a I got some text in from Tim Anderson. Hopefully Eddie will get the phones uh rolling. He'll let us know when, when they are. Um it sounds like the Vern Piver classic chair is going to go full steam ahead i'm not questioning if it's going to happen or not that was that's never been my question i want to be clear about that that wasn't what i asked you i didn't ask you is it going to stop i said should it be going on hello caller you're on the air and it looks like we may have lost the call give us a call back 707-895-2448 give us a call 707-895-2448 and we will get you on the phone here. Um, sorry, Jim, I kind of cut you off there. What, what were you saying? Let's uh, let's move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you had nothing else to to say there on the topic. I was ju- I was just um, uh, all right. Sorry about that. I was. Uh, caught up in in technology there. okay we, we have a call we, we, we have a, we, we, we have a call coming in hello hello caller you're on the air hey gentlemen how are we doing tonight hey doing good vince how are you i'm doing well doing well um so to, to roll roll with you here jerry the, the the practicality side of it i think uh one sport is seeing that maybe it isn't the wisest thing to keep pushing hard and that's the nhl which you know, yep. they shut down their, their end-of-the-year season a few days early. They extended their break another couple of extra days. They've already pulled out of the Olympics. And what they're going to do during the Olympic break is they're not going to play games. You know, they're not going to have everybody come back and play regular season games because they usually have that break during the Olympics. They're going to keep that break as well. So they're, they're basically saying the less time in, indoors on the ice is probably better for everybody. You know, like they're using that, like you said, the practicality side. Should winter sports be happening? Tough, tough question to throw at your dad there. But, uh, you know, it's. I think some sports are seeing the practicality of maybe taking a, a, a little bit of a step back, or at least one sport is so far. Yeah, no, I, I think it, I saw that and I. It doesn't surprise me. One of the things I thought was interesting about that with the NHL putting their season on pause, I noticed, I would imagine the fact that they have so many teams in Canada has something to do with that as well, with like Canada having much stricter rules over the last couple of weeks than the United States, because there's seven in comparison to like the NBA and the NFL, where there's one team combined in Canada, 
the NHL has seven teams in Canada. So I think that's to to a certain extent, a huge part of it is that just with the way the rules are in Canada right now, they have to account for that. And it's a lot harder than it is in a sport where there's one team that is from Canada. And and Jerry glossed over it a little bit earlier as compared to the NHL. Um, Adam Silver said, we're going to keep going. Right. But yeah. Um, how many was it, Jer? Over a hundred players. Yeah, that are again. Don't. It's not a hundred players that have COVID. Right. It's a hundred players that are in COVID protocols. And depending on how you got in it, is is it? No, it's all the same. You have to have a certain number of negative tests within a certain time period. Oh, so it's is, not is a quarantine. That, is that the case though, Jerry? Because I know, like the NFL has its where if you're unvaccinated you're pretty much guaranteed 10 days that you're not able to participate. But if you're vaccinated, you can have two negative tests within 48 hours and you can go, you can be reinstated. That's yeah. how the NFL does it. Mm-hmm. Is the NBA similar you you know, with the you know, vaccinated to unvaccinated? Uh, you could be right about that, Vince. Uh, let's see. Okay. So once a player tests positive, uh, 10 days must pass since the first positive test. Um, and a negative test. So there is a 10-day period there. Uh, and I believe it is the same for vaccinated players. Um, and that's if you test positive there. So that, that's a little bit of a different nuance right. as well. As I think the big thing, like, like we talked about last week, the new protocols for the NFL will be to not test, I think it's, Vaccinated players and, and, and asymptomatic players will be getting tested less. And so, therefore, they will be having less positive tests and less players on protocol. Uh, because to test yeah, them it, yeah, it gets everyone back, which, on, the, gets everyone back on the field. Yeah, exactly, which means you're also potentially, if you're asymptomatic, you're still carrying it. So, kind of an interesting way to go about it you know you could have more people on the field but also be sending other people off the field <laughs> to initially right, right, test right. Or, or become you know it's the whole thing's a little crazy and for me i do believe that you know as much as we can we should move forward but at the same time at, at some levels it just doesn't make like your 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 high school going to hawaii at this particular point in time hawaii just canceled the hawaii bowl for the for for the bowl game the Hawaii Hawaii University also just canceled their uh, holiday uh, basketball tournament, and then you guys at a, a high school tournament over there got two games canceled. So Hawaii was kind of a bad place well, to be. <laughs> one of the things, one of the things, Vince, that what that was really interesting about that that the whole thing was the 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 tournament the University of Hawaii hosts is the smaller of the two the two college basketball tournaments that go on in Hawaii. So the one the one that University of Hawaii hosts is I think it's called Diamond Head Classic. Which is on, which is on Oahu at the University of Hawaii. The other big one, which is the bigger one, is the Maui Invitational. Maui Invitational. Maui. And yeah. that yeah. tournament, that tournament got canceled before the high school tournament did, or like that tournament huh. got canceled way before the high school tournament. And there was this thought process where that I was kind of hearing about, where if the Maui Invitational is not happening, why are teams, why are high school teams going into Oahu to play in a high school tournament? And again, that goes back to what I was talking about last week of that that weird like comfort thing of if the NBA is in this situation and college is doing this, why are high schools just playing? And but yeah, but again, I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just this weird kind of comfort level thing. No, totally. It, 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 trust me, it's comforting to be able to to, to still watch sports. Um, 
which I've been doing a lot of, and I know you guys do a lot of. And so I wanted to kind of bring a topic, and I'm not sure if it'll it'll fly or not, but you, hear me out. Hey, we hey always Vince, talk about- before, you, before, you, before you bring up a new one, Vince, let's take a call and see if this continues, and then um, please call back and give the give the topic you were going to. You got it. You got it. I'll, I'll be listening. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hey, Youngs, Tim Anderson. Just letting you know that the, the Holiday Classic in Fort Bragg will, will run full steam ahead. We're testing everybody on Tuesday prior to the game taking off. And um, we will be going, games will be going from 1030 to 730 on nice. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of this next week. Um, masks will be mandatory in the gym for all spectators, and the kids don't have to wear it when they're participating in uh, the active play, just kind of like what's normal in um, the county for us right now. And uh, Packy Turner just hosted some clinics this week, or today, and we had upwards of 80 to 90 kids going through our gym in four different ways of of getting um, touches and looks and a bunch of footwork from high school age to kindergarten. Um, and it was super exciting to be in the gym with a bunch of youth trying to get better and practice their skills and, and get something from a, a world-class trainer who has uh, trained many pros, one of the best all-around women athletes in the game right now, uh, the the Oregon stud um, and Steph and Jordan Poole and Draymond and, and Packy Turner uh, volunteered his time this week to uh, run four different stages of clinics through our gym today, and it was awesome to see people show up and, and wear their masks and get after it. Tim, I, I, I had a question. And just about this tournament, because because I remember the origins of this this tournament, and it's and it's a boys and girls tournament, both sides. There's both boys and girls high school basketball. Yeah, for this we tournament. merged it probably six or eight years ago. Right. So what? But what, one of the things I, I remember about going to this tournament was it started. I remember the first couple of years of it, and then I was when I was playing. It was, I think the first year I we were involved in it meant me we being Mendo was my senior year. But it's been really fun to watch that tournament evolve over the last uh, however many years it's been where the you've been able to pull in some big-name high schools from the area, uh, and you've also kept it local at the same time where there's always been good local teams in it as well. I, I, whether it's on the boys' side or the girls' side, it, it, can anything kind of to add to that or just to talk about kind of like just how it, that tournament has evolved over, in my, in my estimation, like the last kind of 10 years since, since I've graduated? Yes, I, I would agree. I think over the years, the girls' side has actually been a little bit more loaded than the boys' side as far as quality teams from Fremont and River City. And, you know, you're talking D1, D2 schools with 1,500 kids in their school. Um, one of the better games that I still hear people talk about is a, is a Salesian girls' there. high school versus, um, I think you guys might have been there in that. It was it was like like a double OT thriller that just um, was an amazing high school shots. game for boys or girls. Half, half court shots, Tim, that would determine the game going into overtime. There was some. I think it's the same. 
um, girl made two half court shots. Something, something, something yeah. weird yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So tough shots. I still anyway. have a harder, harder question before we leave Vern Piver. Um, I mean, Jerry asked the question to me right off the bat, and and then Vince called, and we got got involved. But was there any discussion? I mean, there's tournaments being canceled. The the NHL is done. The um, the uh, this big tournament, um, the Les Schwab tournament up in, in Portland got canceled. Didn't get canceled. That's or, not true. I mean, I mean, teams been dropping out. Um, other things at the pro level have been postponed. What is your feeling that we are going to be safer? There isn't enough COVID um, in in Mendocino County to shut it down, or we're, we're just going for it? I mean, what, what's what was the general? I mean, it had to be a discussion. Well, I'm, I'm going to probably interject a little bit of my feelings on this, which is probably not proper, but at some point, this just becomes the flu. And, and, and many people have, have suffered and suffered greatly, and I, I feel sorry for them, but, but with the state, with the vaccinations and the pills and, and where we're going, my wife currently has COVID, and she's got a runny nose. Um, and so... At some point, I think we, 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 we don't stop doing what we're doing in, in paranoia. Um, and, and I hate to be uh, brass or, or, or cold to people's beliefs in that, but the opportunities to do that, and we're testing everybody before they come into the gym. Uh, as far as players-wise, we won't test fans, of course, but... Um, you know, we're, we're taking our precautions and we're trying to do what we can to provide opportunities for kids. And as an educator in our community, um, you know, we got to keep our schools open. We got to keep our sports going as best we can. And if it blows up, um, you know, at some point we'll have that conversation. But um, we shot out emails to all of the teams saying, where are you in your protocols and your families and your school communities' comfort levels, and everybody came back. We are fired up. I'm glad you're testing Tuesday before tip-off, but yeah. we're coming and we're in. Yeah. So um, it was it was great to hear, and uh, it's just at some point we we, we got to let kids be kids and play. And, you know, if it's a multi-generational home and there are issues, then, um, you know what, I, I feel so bad for them. But at some point, we just got to let them go. There could be some, there, there's different attitudes and, and different carefullessnesses. And, um, you know, you, some teams may be short a player or two. That, that's right. that's, that's going to happen. It happens during flu season, just as you said. Yeah, for sure. We we've lost uh, two due to COVID earlier, and and they've come back. And you know, we we do our part to to mind our p's and q's, and and try to wear our masks and try to test. You know, we we test at least twice a week here at Fort Bragg High School. Um, so you know, uh, we're doing our due diligence and and giving kids opportunities, and hopefully, we can do both at the same time. Yeah, and that that definitely is the. It feels like that's the state that sports are in right now, where it's we're playing. The people that get COVID or get exposed have got to sit, but we're just going to move forward. Sounds like that's, like that's I mean, the, that is the NBA, right? Right. That's that's, well, that's the NBA, and and at yeah. this point, you know, if 
if you're if you're vaccinated and you're taking care of that, you know, the, the symptoms seem to be pretty mild. Uh, a lot of people I've talked to that have caught it recently that are vaccinated with the Omicron, I, I'm no scientist and I'm no... Your stats uh, are accurate, Tim. I'll, I'll back you up on that before you go any further. You know, I talk yeah. about it every day at work and that is the case. And that's the case. And in a positive way, yeah, we're, we're hoping that... Um, that this virus is weakening. Let me take another call. Thanks, Tim. Yes, yes. Thanks, Tim. Hello, you're on the air. Hi, guys. It's your sports phone doctor. Hi, Patty. How are you doing? Good. You guys enjoying the snow up there? It, I, I hesitate to call, even call it snow. I'm from Vermont. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was gone by well, like you know the dusting. Can we call it a it dusting? A, Do you want to call it dusting, that? Yeah. We can absolutely <laughs> call it a dusting. What's what's going on? What's yeah. on your mind? Yeah, um, I was just calling in about the your discussion of COVID. Um, it's such, it's like such a nuanced discussion. I think you guys are doing a really great job with it. Um, I think the the thing the thing that's so hard. I mean, I, I definitely agree that you know, we have to adapt to the reality of, of the virus and, and really our inability to, to, to contain it and, um, and, you know, really trying to focus on getting people vaccinated and boosted and um, trying to protect people in that way. Um, I, I do want, I, the only thing I wanted to add, I mean, I, the, the, the person that you just spoke to, is that, is that a coach or is that an athletic director? That's a, one of the, our senior coaches um, who runs Coach, a tournament. Okay. I guess Tim Anderson, he's been on the show multiple times. He's a, yeah, he's a yeah. coach in California. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I don't know anybody, so that's why I'm asking. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, what a tough position <laughs> that, that person and anybody who is directing these, like kind of making the decisions about these tournaments is in. Um and I, I mean, I definitely agree for just like the health and well-being of of kids that sports and and being in school is just so important. And I think that's been a really big lesson of the pandemic. Um, I, I do. The only thing I wanted to add was that um, I, I think it's great that it sounds like they're being as safe as as they can be with this tournament. You know, I, I think the the thing and and this this next thing I'm going to say really. Um, highlights the importance of like professional sports teams stepping back um, is just like the spectators. I mean, he said very clearly they're not testing spectators and spectators are, are unlikely going to just show up, go to the game and not, not go anywhere else like in, in Fort Bragg or in like that coastal area of Mendocino. And so, um, and, and, you know, I, I think people are, people are, I was just there. So people are, you know, I feel like mainly wearing masks and, and the mask mandate is mainly being enforced in that area. Um, but, but I guess it's just a matter of like, it, it's, it's not even just about the athletes getting exposed. It's just about, it's also about the people who attend the games and who travel to, to go to those places um, to see the games and, and those people, you know, exposing other people, um, especially if they're coming from areas where the COVID numbers are higher. Um, and then especially to an area like Fort Bragg that has, you know, has a very small hospital, has a very, you know, the, the staffing of that ER is, is very small. You know, I'm sure the ICU beds are pretty full in Ukiah, which is where everybody has to go. 
So I think it's just, it's, but I, I, I feel like it's, should that be the responsibility of a coach to be an epidemiologist, <laughs> to be like a public health official? And, I mean, it's, and just, it's, it's just so hard. It's, and it's funny, Patty, the, the spectator spark part is the interesting one where I'm surprised. I, again, I think I know that Canada did this. So the rap, the Toronto Raptors did this from the NBA. And then well, I guess they're the only ones because the NHL put their season on pause. But I, I'm surprised that they haven't dialed back fan attendance yet. And I think it, well, I mean, I guess I'm not surprised from like a revenue standpoint where I think it'd be really hard to sell. Hey, we need to go back to 50% capacity in arenas, but I'm surprised with the level of outbreak um, that we haven't had that step be taken by Mo, by more pro sports teams or organizations where they're going to dial back the attendance and then kind of go from there. Um, Yeah. But uh, that's, it's yeah. the, The spectators is a whole nother part of this. Um, but it looks like we got another call coming in, so we're going to get that one. But, Patty, as always, it is great to hear You're from you. I ready to put her on the spot, Jen. Sounds Let's great, guys. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Patty. Right. Bye. All right. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, I just wanted to thank the doctor for calling in. And um, I think high school sports, uh, bringing that and allowing that, it is pretty easy for most of our community and outlying communities, I think, to swallow but when you start to add the spectators or four four people per per person playing or two people per person playing just in a gym, it, it sounds really reckless um, to me. Thanks. Yeah, well, and that that goes back to to the yeah yeah that that goes back to the the question that I asked at the beginning of all this, where yeah, I, these tournaments are full speed. But are winter sports practical right now? And again, I think you fall on the the side of, is it reckless, like that caller just said? Or do you fall on the other side of it of, there's vaccines, there's testing, we just have to just get through this, the people that can play are going to play, and the people that can't play, we've got to quarantine them and and make sure that they're safe. And and that's the the balance right now. Those are the two extremes. you, you, You asked me straight away, Should there be high school indoor sports right now? You asked me. Yeah. I, 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 I think I sort of gave a non-answer. Yeah, but a non-answer is fine. Like, it's yeah. not really a yes or no Tim question. gave his very clear answer. I think I heard a middle of the road from Dr. Chico. And then this last caller called in and said, basically, it's reckless. We're, we're pushing it. Well, and again, so, like, I just go back to this thing of we're going to push through it but the NBA is going to have a hundred people that a hundred players that aren't playing, I guess, is it fair that we're having the same level of expectations with scholastic sports that professionals like, do we, do we have the same obligation to get high school students through a basketball season and play and just sit the people that test positive? Are you asking that with the insinuation that we don't, are you really asking it? I'm, I'm asking it from the standpoint of the, the people that are like, we should, we should play let the kids be on the court. And if people test positive and we have to quarantine, we should do that. I'm basically asking, do we have, like, is, is it fair that we should have that expectation on keeping high school sports going in the same way that the NBA has an expectation of trying to keep their season going? Of course. No, I, 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 I we should have that same level of expectation. We, we should. I mean, we're, we're talking about spreading a virus here. If, if, I think there should be a standard in sports where 
and that standard should be the same for the NBA as it is for small school California high school basketball. When it comes to if the standard can prevent the spread, um, and with the understanding that the virus is is not killing as many people, maybe the protocol changes. But yeah, Jer, I think we need the same standard, whether it's whether it's middle school basketball or the NBA, as far, because it, it, we're talking about spreading the virus. That's all we're trying to prevent. Yeah, no, that's that's true. That's true. That's no, fair. Uh, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you've got anything you want to talk about going on in the world of sports. 707-895-2448. The lines are- uh, we've been talking a lot about COVID and sports right now, but if you've got anything else you want to talk about, you can give us a call. 707-895-2448. Yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. I believe the lines... I'm sorry. I believe the lines are open. Um if you if you've thought about it and you want to add more, uh, I do. I like I like to, I don't know. I think I like to say this word, Jer. I like to say the word double dipping. I don't know why I like to say it so much, but I mean it's been used with other shows. I think you're, we're not the only ones that use that phrase. No, I, I know that's that's what I was saying. We encourage it, whereas I think we're the only show that does encourage. Oh yeah, double dipping. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Speaking of which, it's the doctor again. Uh- um, so I, I did want to, um, answer this question about should the standard be the same between professional sports and, you know, through middle school or whenever kids start playing, you know, I think I, man, that's just so tough because I think that like, you know, some of us like my, myself included, you know, aren't going to play basketball after high school, you know, like some people just like, that's all that they, that's all that they will do. You know, some, some kids don't play in high school and they only play in middle school. So, I mean, I'm not advocating for <laughs> like, just let's just go at it. Like no masks, no precautions. I'm just, I'm just kind of pointing that out. Um, the other thing that I would say is I think that, um, I think that this is just, I think we have to kind of see how we go forward as just a learning process. And we, we've learned so much like from when this all started and the fact that, you know, some, some sport that we've been able to even get it back into sports and try to make it as safe as possible, I think is a big accomplishment. And I think we just keep learning and, you know, great. We can protect the players. How can we protect the spectators and the, and the places that these spectators are going to? And I think, I think that's just like, that's just all we need to keep doing is just keep trying to figure out how to, how to maneuver around the different roadblocks of the virus. I think if we start looking at it in that way, then I think it's less like, Oh, like we have to just shut stuff down, you know? Right. Well, and I think a, a huge road, well, not roadblock, but a huge thing that has to be discussed going forward now to, to some extent is what do you do with winter sports right now? Because it, it has a unique set of challenges that fall and spring sports don't have. When you talk about safety, it's a lot easier to make a spring sport or a fall sport safer than it is a winter sport. And it's just because it's indoor versus outdoor. So that's one, I think the unique challenges that we're in right now with, with this current uh, chapter in, in COVID versus sports is now that we've into these variants and there's vaccines and all this other stuff. How do you handle the indoor sports, which are, are the most dangerous? Cause there clearly is a problem right now. I liked I liked your 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 clarity and your summary, uh, Patty, um, and it got me 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 thinking. This isn't the same decision decision as as April of no. twenty twenty. We do know more. We are vaccinated. Uh, there are boosters. There are treatments. You know, uh, Mr. Anderson 
um, as I like to call him, um, <laughs> made that very clear um, in in his explanation that we're not in the same place. We're going to do the best we can. We're going to push through the, this outweighs that. And other, another person thinks that outweighs this. I think your, your very clear summary um, was well needed. I thought that conversation could have gone, gone anywhere. Seven. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. I was just, sorry, go ahead. Say the number. (laughs) Seven, eight, nine, five. Two four four eight. Give a call back. Give a call for the first time. We we got lines open here. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just we just have to keep going back to the drawing board. And is it that we? Um, I mean, as, as uncomfortable as this would be, like, does it mean that like the kids play with masks? You know, I mean, like, it, it kind of gets down to like how how badly do we want to kind of like get, get into some experience that is somewhat similar to what we had before the virus. And so, you know, what, what, and what are we willing to do to get there? Are we willing to kind of test all the spectators before they come in? And so I think kind of thinking of it, instead of like it being an all or nothing, really trying to think like, well, what else, what else can we add that's going to add a layer of safety for people who are and are not vaccinated? Um, Yeah. So that's that. I hope that that's where, the thinking and it sounds like a lot of the professional teams are really trying to do that and so hopefully and and like you said the the resources are just so much less with for like on the local level here we go with a new one patty thanks for that update sounds good thanks well yep caller you're on the air hello 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 that's you on the air Okay, so I I just wanted to call back because I think you keep grouping the fans and the players together. And the fact that we have cards that were issued after getting two shots and that we know more and that we're more educated, yes. But that still should provide us with a protocol line for the spectators. No one's saying that the kids can't play. Let the kids play. But if you're going to group the fans and the parents as part of the team, then there has to be protocol for them also. And and I agree with that. I think this it's it's where it gets tricky that again, especially if you're talking about high school, there isn't a governing body that can make these types of rules at the high school level. Like in the NBA, it's very it's it's much more clear. Like you cannot get into a Portland Trailblazer game where I live without showing a negative test or showing your vaccine card. And then going back to earlier on the call uh, or earlier in the show, that tournament that the, the, that was in Hawaii, parents were not allowed in the gym unless they were vaccinated. So those protocols exist. I think the challenge is there isn't a way to unify them, especially at the high school level, because there's not a governing body that can make that type of decision. It's all state by state and county by county. So it's going to be, there's going to be protocols in place for fans. It's just going to be different in every place, which makes it challenging. I I think we should be stricter, Jr. I would be in favor of the Vern Piver classic having um, to show vaccination um, 
or or a negative test to get in the gym. Sure, but who makes that decision? And and I say in this but, case, it would be the superintendent or the principal. Right, but that's the challenge: is that they can make that decision, but then you've got to communicate that to the schools that are outside the county that have a different set of rules. And it's just that that's where it, it gets tricky. But I, but I absolutely agree with this caller that if, especially with indoor sports, the, you have to group the parents or excuse me, players and fans together. Absolutely, like it's it, you know, it, yeah, even to a certain gym. extent in an outdoor right. sport. Right. They're all in a contained space. Um, 707-895-2448. for the call. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for the call. And so is that why the tournament was shut down in Hawaii? Because the fans so, couldn't? No, no. So, 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 so the tournament was not or shut was down. Because the yeah. players couldn't play. So are we talking about the players playing, actually? Or are we talking so, about the fans also being there? to watch the players play. So let's be specific about it if we're going to have this discussion educatedly. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. But again, I, I think that when you're talking about indoor sports, the protocol includes players and fans. I think there's, you might say there's a different rule set for both of them, but there are, but it's all encompassing. And so to be clear about what happened in Hawaii, the tournament finished, but basically what happened was the teams that, had exposure to COVID were removed from the tournament. And then they kind of backfilled in the games with teams that were available. And then on the player and players were tested daily at that tournament, fans and parents were not allowed in the gym without showing their vaccine status. So hey, hey, Jerry, it, there were do, very strict rules. It just changed a little bit, depending on want to do something fun here for 10 minutes. I had a, a topic that I wanted to to maybe bring up, but if we could do something fun, I think this. I think they both be fun, but it's it's up you, to you. You pick, go. Okay, you see, seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. If you've got anything else you want to talk about, we've got about fifteen minutes and change left on the sports phone here, so give us a call seven zero seven eight nine five two four four eight. Um. So Jim, I know we have our list of uh, kind of like a recap of the year. Here, here's what I'll say about that list. Um. <laughs> We can do that. Pot. I think maybe let's do that next week when we have more time because I think it'll be a really fun conversation. And you know, it'll okay. just be barely January next year. But oh, it'll be January second. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it'll be yeah, just right around there. So I think we have plenty of time. It'll be January second. We can. So Jim and I had a plan. We were going to recap twenty twenty one. We had a bunch of fun little sports stories. We were going to you talk know about. without giving it away, Jared, because I have my list now. It's crazy looking back. I was like, oh, we talked about that on the uh, show. I was going to say it differently. Yeah. I don't think there's one here we didn't talk about. Yeah, there's a lot on there that we talked about. Yeah, and and um, shows we're doing something right. Well, you weren't supposed to know the answers of these until I asked you. Well, I had I sent you the list. You can <laughs> you can form the you you were gonna you can form the questions. Okay, to kind so of bring let, let me get that out. Um, this was so much fun. I, I really appreciate um, our some of our regular callers this week: Vince, Patty, Tim. Um, the last caller just called twice. Um, this is a serious discussion and I think there was, so it was very recent, you know, if you think about all the COVID discussions, Jer, whether it's about sports or not about sports, it gets very political and crazy. I thought that was a, a, a comfortable, honest discussion, which showed both sides yeah. of a few things and, and it was done very well. But anyway, I'm going to go through, we're going to do a review in sports next week. A review of the year, a review of 2021 of of major topics of the year. And what I'm going to do is give clues uh, about somehow say, okay, who, who was that person that did X, Y, and Z in the Olympics? And, and Jared's going to 
as fast as he can type, he can usually have the answer before I finish <laughs> asking the question. So I, I challenge people to get their Googles ready. Well, again, the weird part about this is I sent you the list. So I, I, I in theory, know everything that's on it, but it's still going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to it. And again, I think the most the most fun thing about it after I looked at it and then kind of looked at how you were going to present this was there's we we talked about pretty much everything on the on that I, list I, we, we I brought up on the show. 707. 895-2448. If you want to finish up something you started, if you want to start something new, we still have time. Um, I mean, here's the way I look at this, Jim, and I'll, I'll leave it up to you. You could bring up one or two of those right now if you wanted to, because the other thing I wanted to talk about, I think is again, a longer conversation. And I would love to get a lot of different coaches perspectives on, on this. So, so I'll leave it up to you if you want to do this or let's, uh, let's take a let's call, take a call first and, and see if we have time for it. Call you on the air. Well, double dipping. Gotta love yes. it. Got a couple oh. of those tonight, huh? So you've got to double dip a couple times to make up for that week that you missed. They, you know, that's, that's, that's the way I was thinking about it, too. Um, what a, what, very good uh, point there, Jen. That this, we, your show allows a great platform for people to express themselves. And, and sports can be very animated. Politics can be animated. This show keeps it very calm, you know, very... Uh, the etiquette is good, if I may say, on, on this show. I appreciate that. Everybody that called in tonight okay. with a point of view on a very touchy subject did a great job. Um, you know, I look forward to the uh, the 2021 review. Uh, it was a pretty fun year of sports considering you know, all the nuances that uh, had to happen. Um, but I had a topic that I wanted to throw at you guys and see where this runs for the next five minutes. If you want to maybe mull on it. Yeah, a couple weeks down the road, we can re- resurface it. But uh, we always talk about sports and all the fun things and positive things that we, we appreciate and our favorite moments. What is something when you're watching sports that absolutely bothers you? And, and Jim, I know you it could be instant replay or something, but like, is there something when you're watching oh, a sporting my- event that, that, that just drives you crazy? Yeah. Yeah, there's not, yeah. There's nothing that, that nothing bothers me more than taking the human part of the refereeing, umpiring. Keep uh, this quick, so I mean, so, I, so we get it. We don't. I want to go. To I don't debate. care what's at stake. To me, it's part of the game. You you. The umpire makes a call. The ref makes a call. You cannot reverse a call. It is, I don't care what's at stake. It's part of the game. It's like making a foul shot. You don't get to take it over if you miss. If you miss Okay, so, call, so to, answer Vince, to answer Vince's question, something that really bothers you in sports is, 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 is using replay to <laughs> overturn a call. That's it. Okay, I, Vince, I have a very specific answer to this. Um, it's super sports specific. Uh, but I think you will appreciate this and anyone else that's a, like a true, like a real, like w- observer of football will understand where I'm coming from with this. I cannot stand in football and this is not in the NFL specifically. I say this is in high school, college in the NFL when defensive backs celebrate breaking up a pass or celebrate an incomplete pass when they did absolutely nothing to force the incompletion. You will watch. You will watch NFL secondary players that will like just a pass will be overthrown and the receiver will get his hands on it and then drop it and he'll act like he made the greatest play in the world and he did absolutely nothing. 
And that bothers me. And then the part on top of that that bothers me is the reason it's so frustrating that they, they get so cocky like that is the next play they could get burned for like 70 yards. Well, let me now, Jerry. It, it, I, I can't stand it. Jerry summed up mine and wanted to know in, in two sentences what unearned was. showboating. Jerry, unearned <laughs> showboating is, is that this? Isn't that somewhat related to flopping? No, not at all. It's not at all related to flopping. Yeah, go ahead, no, go no, ahead, no, Vince. No, that, that's mine. That's my one that kills me. What is yours? Well, we could do this, I think, sport by sport, but I'm, I'm going to go with the basketball for this one, and it, and it happens in football, too. It's, it's, I'm so tired of com- the arguing and the celebrating on the court or on the field. Like I, Jerry, you watch football like I do. Every time there's a turnover now, the defense has to run to the corner of the field. You know, like they did it last year because there was no fans and they had to run to the TV and all celebrate and do this stupid thing. And it's like it, half the time a penalty is called and they have to bring it back and replay it anyways. And in the NBA, what I've been right. watching this year especially is like Steph Curry is one of the worst at this, is like complaining to a ref so badly that now there's a five-on-four going the other way because he's not even yep. getting back on defense because yep. he's complaining about not getting a call or – or hitting a three-pointer, pumping his chest, and dancing to the crowd, and there's a five-on-four going the other way. It's like... So sum up your beef. We summed up ours. Let me... Quick giving examples. What is your beef? Sum it up. Oh, my beef is just is just not focused on the, the moment. It's not a team thing. You, you, you've taken a team aspect and made it about you. That bothers me. That That, that has always bothered me. Like, every level of sports, like, it's about, not about you. Move on. Something happened, you didn't like it get back down there and, and do your job. Like that's the bottom line there. Um, and with that gentlemen, another great show. I'm going to give a shout out to Mark who is listening with his mask on. And uh, you guys have a great night. Merry Christmas. Looking forward to next week. Thanks Vince. Let's take one more call, Jerry. Yeah, let's do it. Hello. You're on the air. Looking forward to next week. Yeah. 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 I want to give a shout. I want to give a shout. Hello, this is Ted calling. I want to give a shout-out to Vinny. Turn down your radio. Turn down your radio before you say another word. It's off. It's off. It's off. I want to give a shout-out to Vinny and all you guys, Mark, Nat, everybody for holding it down uh, in the MC squared. And uh, Happy New Year. You guys do such a great job um, at everything. So I'm just going to give a shout-out. That's all it really was. I have nothing to complain about the sports, even though I like Vinny's comment. It was very good. But, uh, yeah, just giving a shout-out to you guys. So keep up the good work. Happy New Year. Blessings your way to the fam and everybody. So thanks to everybody, and uh, be safe out there in the, in the roads. Take care. Thanks so much. Bye. That was a nice call. Thank you. Jim, I thought of another one. Seriously, so- wait, 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 wait. Well, you know, we should have started. <clears throat> next, Vince, next time you got a topic like this, I want it earlier. Chair, you hey. cut him off last time and I took know, a different caller. That's a great topic. Things in sports that just bother you. I I, I love it. I have another Anybody, one. Anybody? Okay, I got text from Tim Anderson. I got Jerry Young here. I got Vince. I don't even know what I think about it. I, I sort does everyone hate showboating? I. Oh, that's and a if whole so, how topic. can we keep doing it? I think I I think that. Oh boy, are we? Are we? I don't know if we're going to get into this in the next in the next five minutes. And I because four and a half minutes. I I think it is okay if you have earned the right. I think it is okay to play like to play and act like you are the best player in the gym and to have a level of cockiness about it. I think there is a difference between cockiness and showboating, though. I, I think there's I, I think that there's a big difference between those two things. 
but I, but they're also very related where I, <laughs> the texts are going crazy. Oh, no, I, I know that. I know that. And this is where I, I, I just, I think that there's a lot of, of, of nuance to this, but if you're the, I've been, okay, sorry. I, I have to get this to, I've been around and you have been around a lot of non organized pickup basketball. Oh yeah. You tell me the best it. players on those courts. It is very clear that they are the best players in certain situations and they let everybody know that they're the best player, but, but where I'm okay with it is when they've earned it. Did, what, did Muhammad Ali start showboating? See the first, sure. yeah. first person to trash talk and showboat. Is that possible? Yeah. And that's where I just, I think it's, I, I don't think I'm comfortable saying I'm not okay with showboating. Cause I'm, cause I, cause I think that that's too broad a statement. I'm against putting down the other team and, 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 and something like that and doing something that kind of like makes fun of the other team. But I think there's a way to be cocky and a way to act like you're the best player without doing that. I think that there's a middle ground between those, between those two things. Um, and that, that's my opinion. I, there's a lot more we can go into with this, but it's unbelievable. We yeah. have, I got a text from Tim that says no showboating of any kind. Vince, uh, only if it's if it's if it's if you say only if they they deserve it. Doctor Chico says this is just hilarious. Jeff, should we? Yeah, if we if we've got that thirty if, second call. Yeah, if we've got another call, let's get him on caller. You have about thirty seconds. Go for it. Hey, uh, this is Mark Schaefer calling. Uh, I was really inspired by all the shout-outs that I just got, so I pulled over on the side of 128. <laughs> and um, I wanted to say that my most annoying thing in sports is commercials, and I'll let you guys end it there. Have a good night. So he said said commercials are the most annoying annoying thing in sports. You mean like the the, the commercials between the games? Sure. I, I, I would say with the exception of the Super Bowl, I agree with that. One thing I can say to kind of go off of that, and then we'll probably wrap up here, but it is a pain when you are doing a broadcast and you're obligated to like read those in-game oh, advertisements. We're like, when guy steps up to the free throw line and I have to read like a 30-second spot for some burger joint or something like that. It really, it's huh. tough. It, it it breaks up the flow of things for so sure. So that's what Mark was talking about? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, um, wait, what a 10-minute topic. That was a wild 10 minutes, Jer. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. So we'll be back next week. It'll be the first 2022 edition of the sports phone. Looking forward to that. Uh, Jim will be back in the studio in Philo. We're going to commit to the sports phone quiz. Or I don't know. It's going to be quick. We're going to commit to a year in review. Okay. And whatever perfect, form perfect, that takes. Um, but until then, we'll talk to everybody next week. We have a few other topics that I'm looking forward to getting to next, next week as well. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. And Eddie, thank you so much for manning the board and getting all the phone calls on. Uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thank you so much. Yeah, Eddie, it's pretty cool that uh, you uh, you got to really work the phones with the sports phone. See you next week. Thanks. This has been a production of Mendocino County Public Broadcasting. KZYX, Philo 90.7 FM. KZYZ, Willits and Ukiah 91.5 FM. And Fort Bragg at 88.1 FM. You can find more content like this on our website at kzyx.org. And consider donating by clicking the red donate button in the upper right corner. Thank you for listening.